haggling, bargaining, conferring, hammering out a deal. These are all forms of negotiation, and they're all ways that people can work things out. Negotiating is an age-old practice that goes back to the before times, and then before that, because we're human and communicating is what we do best. When such primal tactics are inside each and every one of us, why do some of us struggle with this way more than others? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I wanna talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women like you who want to join our community so that you can grow your company and get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty awesome place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, we're going to wander our way through stereotypes and misunderstandings about how to talk to people about money. There's a lot to be said about pricing and knowing your worth, but there's never enough said about the fact that negotiating is always an option. There are two kinds of people. There are the flexible ones that always see a door wide open, full of possibility. Then there are the inflexible ones that stick to their guns, hell or high water. They don't budge no matter what the circumstances. These two types of people exist all over the place, and it may be that one can't live without the other. Both make the world a better place. There's a need for each type of person in so many different areas of life. I'd even venture to say that each of us is made up of each type. There's a flexible side to you and an inflexible side to you depending on the circumstances. But in the business world, the flexible folks are the ones that win out. And by win out, I mean they make more money. I'll never understand why folks who just love to stand their ground see a huge number coming at them and don't realize that negotiating is always an option. They lose out big time. Why? Well, let me give you an example. When I encounter someone that wants to sponsor the founding moms or hire me to speak at their conference, they'll ask, as they should, how much it costs, and I'll tell them. Once I hear their initial response, I know the type of person that I'm dealing with right away. If I tell folks that a sponsorship costs, say, $5,000? Some of them will say thanks, find an excuse to get off the phone real fast, and hang up. Email makes it even worse. If they see a big number that scares them, they usually just ghost me and never reply. Other folks will hear the same number and ask more questions. These are the folks that I dig. They know that there's more to the number that I gave them. So much more. Perhaps there are other options, or there's wiggle room, or they may have an offer themselves that they think could move the numbers in their favor. 
They might ask what's included in the sponsorship and spot only two of the five things that they want to invest in. They might ask pretty directly whether we can take three or $4,000 instead of five. The cherry on top for me are the folks that don't even give me a reason. I have great respect for people that go direct. We all know why they're doing it. They want to spend less. And it takes a lot of bravery to ask. Knowing how hard it is to ask so directly to spend less money actually makes me even more fond of the person. Hustle is an act to be rewarded, am I right? What I'll know pretty quickly about them and what it's made clear to me that they know and what you need to know is that there is no real number attached to anything in business. Game over. It's just not real. It's all a fiction. We have to agree on the number before it becomes real. When I suggest that a sponsorship costs $5,000, it's a number that I made up, right? If the person nods and forks over five grand, that means that he or she agreed with me that $5,000 was the right number for the thing. If they attempt to talk me down and we land on four grand instead, that means the thing that we're agreeing over is not worth $5,000 to either of us. It's now worth four grand because that's what we agreed upon. See, it's all make-believe. But people act as though they don't know that. The sticklers stick to their numbers. They don't welcome the number dance. Often this is a result of bad business training. They think that if they, and I'm air quoting here, let up or go soft or cave on their original number, by definition, they believe that they're losers. Their identity doesn't have to be so wrapped up in the numbers that they've created. But it's very real for a lot of business people that I bump into. Even as recently as last week, I spoke to a woman who wouldn't dance with me. She assured me that she charges $5 billion because she's worth it. It's like she watched one too many L'Oreal Paris ads. You could practically hear her shaking her flowing hair behind her shoulders as she said it to me. There was a deep pride in showing off how expensive she had decided she was worth. And I didn't have it in me to explain to her that I didn't agree with her. She had plenty of competitors that charged way less for the same work. So I hired someone else. Had she been a bit more flexible or asked more questions, perhaps we'd be working together. There's a lot of bad advice out there about making sure you charge a lot and never let anyone offer you less. Value yourself. Stick to your guns. Make sure that people know what you're worth. And while all of that is good and true, it behooves you to bend it a bit like Beckham to find out what the person you're dealing with thinks. Why? Because agreeing on a price is a two-way street. It's a conversation, which means that negotiating is always an option. Have I said that enough? It's a dance, a beautiful dance. And the goal should always be to make sure that both sides feel like they won every single time. You don't call, you don't write, 
Why not do both? Text me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message there so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, and L'Oreal Paris for making this podcast with me because you're worth it. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.